I was going to go a certain direction uh, this week with a podcast, and then something changed my mind when I was hanging out with Jesus at the fair last week. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Yep, I changed direction, and I blame some happy lifers for it. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm kind of torn right now because um, I have a handful of podcasts in queue right now just waiting to be edited and posted. Uh, I think there's some great podcasts of some incredible people, some wonderful happy lifers that I'm dying for you guys to meet. I interviewed them, and they've got some good stuff to say. They've got some good hearts. They're amazing people, and I've been wanting to post them, but, you know, Labor Day come up, uh, had to finish the, the camp series, and so I was finally looking forward to introducing you to some of these amazing uh, fellow happy lifers, and then I was at the fair, and like I said, I was hanging out with Jesus at the fair. I like to hang out with him everywhere. I don't just limit my friendship with him to just when I'm in spiritual places, like in my devotional time or when I'm attending a church somewhere or whatever. I want to, I want to hang out with God everywhere I am because that's what best friends do. And so I'm hanging out with them at the fair and all of a sudden I'm watching uh, these guys on the stage and I get this idea about the stage. And so I record it in my, on my, my, recording app on my phone so I don't forget it so I can post it later and all of a sudden I feel like God is showing me that this goes hand in hand hand in glove with last week's happy labor podcast and I thought but do I do that or do I you know because I've just been waiting for the last several weeks to finally share the life stories of some of these amazing happy lifers and and then it happened I got a bunch of you happy lifers started posting things to me, started telling me, started complimenting me, started uplifting me, started talking about what the podcast did for you last week. Like uh, one of you said, listen to your podcast. Thanks for the great reminder to check my attitude on work. Uh, Happy Life or Sarah said, the word of actively partnering with God in your Labor Day podcast is blowing my mind. Love it. I can't even begin to tell you how inspired I was by the message. The idea of using work as worship and my attitude at work as an example of Christ. Also, the idea of partnering with God in my vocation, even if it doesn't seemingly look like ministry, was beautiful and so inspiring at such a pertinent time in my life. It was exactly what I needed to hear today. And Sarah wasn't joking either because she told me that she was actually in the heated throes of getting a new job. She had several job opportunities in front of her that she had to uh, pick one of them. And after she had listened to the podcast Monday, she said it really helped her in deciding which offer she felt like God wants her to take. And in fact, she actually was going in a different direction and God had kind of changed her mind after listening to the Happy Labor podcast. I'm like, that is so cool. And Emily, 
you know, the one who actually kind of inspired the podcast last week, you know, by her comment that she had sent to me weeks prior that said, so what do you do in the off season? That just kind of cracked me up. Um, and so she, after listening to the podcast, she sent me a message and she said, I had no idea I even asked the question that way. <laughs> she said, I'm happy I did though, because it was a good podcast. And so after getting all these, not just, you know, encouraging words, but some pretty powerful words on last week's podcast, I was like, okay, I get it. I think I need to do this podcast about the stage and I'll have to put off introducing you to some of these amazing happy lifers until a later date. So we got some good ones coming up the pike. So back to the fair, I'm hanging out with Jesus and he speaks to me in a lot of ways. Now, when I speak to, when I say he speaks to me, um, maybe I should say he reveals himself to me. He shows me things because I think when we say God speaks to us, it freaks a lot of people out. Like, like they, we need a straight jacket or something like that. But really, it's the same thing. When I say God speaks to me, I'm, I'm, I'm saying really, I, I never hear His voice audibly. Unless I'm hearing it in a movie clip or I'm, you know, I'm hearing it in a, you know, on a podcast or something. But I mean, I'm, I'm not hearing God's voice. I'm hearing other people speak, but it just makes sense to me. It's, it's like God is revealing himself to me. So if I say God spoke to me and it freaks you out a little bit, just replace that with God showed me. God shed his light on me. If you like that more spiritual term, God revealed himself to me. Anyhow, I'm sitting and I'm watching this show of these two guys and they're doing this Everly Brothers bit. And I love going to the Washington State Fair. Uh, Jesus and I go on there every year um, because I love hanging out with him everywhere. And secondly, I can never find anyone to go with me. So I just, I don't let that stop me. I do the same thing with movies. If someone doesn't go with me to the movie, I'm like, all right, Jesus, let's go. And I really, he should be my first choice, not my choice because I can't find anybody else. Anyhow, I'm watching these guys on the stage. And when they get done, they come off the stage and all of a sudden all these people wanted to, to meet them. And I'm thinking, you know, the stage is a funny thing. I know this for a fact because of what I do for a living, you know, for over 30 years now. I've been speaking at camps. I've been speaking in services and in schools and all these different things. And and I realized something. I, I've done camps from every angle, like I, I've said before. And uh, when I go to camps and I'm on the stage, whether whether it's telling announcements, whether it's just doing a song or two or, or being in a musical act, or whether it's being the main keynote speaker, I'm treated completely different when I go to a camp to be a counselor. Uh, it's something about the stage when I go to some place where I'm going to speak before I speak, it's completely different than after I speak. When someone steps up on a stage, they become, I don't know, important. Uh, I, I think we're important before we ever step on a stage, but there's something about a stage that, that gives you credibility with people. I mean, I don't know if it is this way in other countries, but in America, we're really big on, on the star mentality. And when someone is highlighted on a stage, even if it's doing something for one minute, immediately we're like, oh, that person is, I don't know, famous, should we say? That person uh, is important. And I think a stage in a lot of ways, really, it does, you know, when, I, when I'm on a stage, I'm sharing a part of myself that somebody else sees valuable. That's why they invited me to their stage to speak. When someone steps up on a stage, it's usually because they're an expert in the area. 
they have a particular story that somebody that is in charge of that stage, in charge of that group, um, wants that to be highlighted. And so when you step up on the stage, there's a part of your talent, your skill, your your knowledge, your uh, ability, whatever, that is highlighted on stage. And it immediately gives us some type of street cred. It immediately gives us um, it, it values us, you know, I've been treated completely different by the same group of people, depending on the stage. And when I've gone to camps and I've tried to get to know people and I, and when I go to a camp, I mean, I remember before camps would even start, um, the night before and my buddy and I, we traveled together and we would, we would dress up like nerds the first day. Because we wanted to make these these students laugh, and we wanted to connect with them somehow. If we could get them to laugh, we could connect with them. If we could connect with them, we could speak life into them. We could encourage them. We could. It wasn't about. See, we weren't speakers at the camp. Uh, that wasn't our role. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to help change lives. And when you make somebody laugh, it's like they open up. They put the welcome mat out in front of their life, and they say, "Hey, you're credible. You can come." And once you make them laugh, they're more willing to listen to you. So. You know, every every night before camp started, my buddy would say, and I would say, man, we're tired. We want to do it again. Because when you dress up like a nerd, you're going to get people rolling their eyes at you all day long. You're going to get high schoolers, uh, not so much middle schoolers. <laughs> they're pretty chill no matter what. But oftentimes high schoolers are, you know, they're worried about, is somebody going to like me? Where, am I, where do I fit socially on the, on the ladder here? And if I, if I pay attention to those nerd guys over there, wait, are they going to be cool or are they not going to be cool? So I don't know if I want to let the cat out of the bag yet if I want to, you know. So in other words, we dress up like nerds to make everybody laugh and say, hi, how are you? Hi, my name is Steve. What's your name? You know, and we would do, try to make them laugh. And there were a lot of students that would just love us immediately, but there were a lot of students that would just roll their eyes at us and look down the noses at us and, and just walk away. And, and, you know, honestly, it sounds kind of stupid, but we, we felt dealt with a lot of rejection by doing that. But you know what? By the middle of the week, those same, those same students that were looking down the nose at us were like making sure they got attention from the other side of the campground. Hey, Steve-O, Steve, Mike, hey. And they would wave at us because, because the moment we got up to be up on the stage, then all of a sudden, oh, those nerd guys are cool because they're on stage. They're valuable because somebody placed them up on stage. And this goes right with what we talked about last week with happy labor. Check it out if you haven't listened to it already. But our vocation is our calling. Our vocation is our voice. It's what we were made to do. It's not just a job where we get a paycheck so we can live for the weekend. It's God taking our skills, our life, our heart, and setting us on his stage, which might be Best Buy. Setting us on his stage, which might be driving truck. It might be cleaning the high school. It might be, you know, working at Nordstrom. I don't know. That's God's stage for us. And he sets us on that stage because he wants to show us off. He wants to take us and he wants us to be able to connect with other people in the same way that we would dress up like nerds and we would um, make kids laugh and we'd have other kids that didn't know whether they wanted to laugh or not, you know. The moment we got on stage that night and we'd be funny or we would sing something and or we'd say something and, and all of a sudden the moment the stage changed everything. I mean I've been to camps where where I, I was just there and I tried to meet like I said, I tried to meet students and a lot of them don't want to have anything to do with me. But the moment I get set up on a stage, no matter how big that role is on the stage, immediately everybody wants to meet me. And that's what God wants to do. The truth is we are all 
on a stage. The truth is we are all valuable to God, and the truth is God is trying to show us off. I believe it's 1 Timothy 1, 15 or 17, somewhere around in there in the message translation, where, it, where Paul says, and now God shows me off to those that are on the edge of trusting him forever. Matthew chapter 5, I believe it's around verse 16, somewhere around there, but it but it talks about God says, let your light shine before people, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father who is in heaven. In other words, he's saying, I'm setting you on a stage, this vocation that I've given you. You might not want to work at Walmart, but there's somebody at Walmart that I want to set you on a stage with so you can get into their life and you can help change their world. You can help make them happier. Remember, we talked about last week about partnering with God to make our world happier. That's basically what our, our vocation is, what our calling is. And so that's what God does. He sets us on the stage so that we would do good things. And when people see us doing good things, they glorify him. And that's really what he wants. He wants people to know him. Glorifying him just simply is a fancy word for saying, make God look good. So in other words, God places us on a stage so we could do things and people could see how cool God is. That's really what he's saying right there. And that's what God does. And I, So I think, number one, we need to realize that we're on a stage because a lot of times my walk with God was different when I was a youth pastor because when I was a youth pastor, I was up on a stage every week and I'm talking to my students every week and I'm telling them how God wants us to be like this and he wants us to love people. Well, guess what? When I get off the stage, I've got kids from all over town watching me. I got to love people. When I go to the high school football game and someone's being rude to me, I'm still on a stage because there's kids all around that stadium that know who I am and they watch me. When I'm driving through town, I mean, I'm on a stage because I remember one time I'm trying to drive to work, which was the church, and this car in front of me was going too slow, right, in my mind. They were probably going the speed limit, but I'm, I am tailgating them. I'm like, come on, I'm in a hurry. I'm going to be late. I'm trying to get to work, you know, and, I, and I'm a pastor and I work at a church, right? And uh, I'm tailgating them like obnoxiously, and I, I'll admit it. I'll admit my failures because I got a lot of them, uh, and I'm tailgating them, and all of a sudden... I finally get to my driveway where I can turn to the office. I'm like, I can't, it's about time, you know? And all of a sudden the car in front of me that I've been tailgating for the last, you know, several miles pulls into the church parking lot right in front of me. Oh, man. So I have to tell you, I just kept on driving. I kept driving around. I wasn't about to pull into him after I was doing that because I was on a stage, see? And I, I, I was blowing on the stage. I wasn't doing good deeds. I was doing the opposite. Right, I'm tailgating this guy. I'm being selfish, and if I would have pulled in behind him and he would have seen who I was, it would ruin me. So a lot of times, my life was a better life because I'm on a stage. I'm not going to be two faced. I want to be the same person on stage that I am off, and and I really try hard to be that person. And so when I'm on a stage and I'm talking about we need to like each other, this Happy Life podcast is a stage. So I talk a lot about being on a stage and and loving other people and making other people happy, guess what? I've got to live that now because I spoke that now. I was on the stage and there's people that that all over the place that I travel, and we do our happy use all over the place, I speak all over the place. There was somebody that that I didn't even realize this. I didn't even know who they were. And they said, oh, I've been listening to your podcast for four years now. And I was sitting right across the table from them. And I had no idea that that they were a fellow happy lifer. I'm on a stage now and it forces me to live the way I want to live because the way I want to live, I speak that, right? I saw a movie 
last night that talked about, you know, you got those that talk the talk and you got those that walk the walk and those that walk the walk rarely talk the talk and on and on he went, right? It's kind of like a Dr. Seuss tongue twister or something. The two types of people, those that talk the talk and those that walk the walk. People who walk the walk, they sometimes talk the talk, but most of the time they don't talk at all because they walk. We talk about how we want to live, but we don't always walk how we want to live. But when you realize you're on a stage, you ever met someone who's telling you how to live and yet they don't live it? You know, this is something we all do. Honestly, the things I get mad at other people are the things, the inconsistencies that I have in my life. Honestly, that's why it bothers me other people, because I'm doing it myself and I don't have time to get into that. And it might be some of you might be going, Steve, oh, you're crazy. I mean, I don't know what in the world you're talking about, but <laughs> trust me, the things that we tend to see in other people that we don't like are usually things that we're trying to fix in us. And when we realize that that isn't just a job, but that's a stage you know, that school campus is a stage, that family, that driveway between me and my neighbor is a stage that people are watching me, that God has placed me on because he wants me to do good things so that people may see how cool God is. He wants me to partner with him. He wants me to worship with him in how I live my life and how I'm helping my world become a happier place. So it's so important. I'm glad that I'm doing this podcast and I didn't go the other direction. So thank you, Happy Lifers, for changing my mind on that, because it's really important that we nail this thing down, not just with one podcast, but hearing it again, repetition is just powerful. It's important that we nail this thing down. It's important how we work, how we live, how we parent, how we are siblings. It's important for us to realize that God has placed us on a stage because he wants people to see the good things that we do so that they can see how cool God is because God wants to show us off because there's people that are right on the edge of seeing how cool he is and trusting him forever. 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 So realize, number one, happy life, that we're on a stage. God has wanted to show us off because there's people that are this close to seeing how cool he is and following God themselves. And there's so many that think that God is angry or disappointed with them. And God wants to show us off so that they'll realize that he's not, that he loves them and he cares about them. And lastly, we need to realize that other people are on a stage too. Everyone has something of value. It wouldn't take me more than a few minutes to talk with someone before I realized I could set you on the stage and talk about this. In fact, Happy Life Studios, our bigger mission is we want to have studios all over the country. Man, when we start getting the funds to be able to do that, we want to have studios all over the country where I can find people that I can go, wait a minute, we got to make this a podcast. Or some people, are, they're going to want to do videos. Some people are better if, they, if we put them in blogs. But you have a message Every one of us has a message down inside that needs to be shared, that God wants to share. So he places us on a stage. And back to the fair, when I'm watching these guys at the fair and they get done with their set, all of a sudden, all these people want to get to know them. And I thought, you know what? The only reason they want to get to know them is because I just saw them up on the stage. If those people weren't up on the stage, I doubt that people would have went up to them and said, hey, what's your name? Hey, you want to grab a corn dog?" They don't go around telling their friends, oh, man, I just met that guy over there, and we we had lunch together. But if they were on a stage, they would have been like, dude, guess who I ate with today? Guess who I bumped into today? I was standing in line right behind them like it was a big deal. The only difference was they were on a stage. And I know that sounds weird to a lot of people who might say, Steve, of course, it's because they're on a stage. How would we know otherwise? Well, you just got to trust me. We're all valuable. 
we all have something valuable to offer. And if we would just sit down and talk with somebody, we would figure that out. The good news is, is that when they're not on the stage, they're much more approachable. They're easier to get to know. So tell me your story, man. What, what is it that, that, that makes you tick? Tell me a little bit about you, right? Truth is everyone is on a stage. God has placed everyone on a stage and he wants to show us off. He wants to say, that's my creation. That's my boy right there. That's my girl right there. I made her. I'm proud of her. I love him. Watch what he can do. And we need to realize that everybody is valuable. They're as valuable as if they were just on a stage because everyone has something to share. Everyone has something that could change our world. We just got to start asking them. We got to start rubbing shoulders with them. When we realize, so number one, realize that you're on a stage, but secondly, realize that that person next to you is on a stage as well. They are valuable. And don't be the person that, that will not see that unless they're up on a stage. Because that's saying, well, if someone else sees your value, then I'll see your value. Wait a minute. I want to see your value before someone else sees your value. Because you know what? You know, there's a lot of times I wish, I just wish they could see what I have to offer, Right. I wish my boss could see what I have to offer because you want other people that you want them to validate you in front of other people. You want, man, if they could just, if this person could just do this for me or say this or whatever, right, then other people could see what I have to offer. Well, we all know what that feels like on the other end. So let's fix it from the other end of that. Let's see that. Wait a minute. That person right there that's getting on my nerves right now, they have something of value and God has placed them on a stage. And I'm going to spend some time to get to know them. In fact, I'm going to honor them and pretend that they are famous because they are famous. You know, there's a song that my brother-in-law loves. You are the Lord, the famous one, famous one. Great is your name in all the earth. Talks about God being famous. And he's like, that's so cool to see that God is famous. He is. But remember, God made us in his image. And we're famous too. We might not know it. We might not be famous by the textbook definition because someone decided to put us up on a stage. A lot of us are waiting for someone to put us up on a stage. You know what? You're already on a stage. God has placed you on a stage. So just live like you are. Realize that you are valuable already. God has highlighted you. He wants to show you off. So let him. Do the good deeds so that other people may see how cool he is so that he can use you and partner with you to make the world a happier place. Don't wait for somebody else to see their value before you see their value. Be ahead of that. You're a happy lifer. Live ahead of that. See people's value before someone else does and realize that God has placed you on a stage and he's placed that other person right next to you on a stage as well. You're famous and so are they. (laughs) I don't know if that blows your brain like it blows mine, Uh, like last week's podcast, Blue Sarah's. But boy, that's just an amazing concept. That person that you live next to is famous. That person in your house is famous because God said so. And he's placed them on his stage, which is way bigger than any human stage will ever be. Just one, someone happy, and you will be happy too. You rock.
You're amazing. God has a plan for your life. Live it. Get on that stage and show him off. Thanks for listening. I hope that helps. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Steve Ace.